I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We're going to talk today about something all of us experience every single day, and you can control it, and if you do, you're okay, because some of it's good, but too much of it is bad. Too much of a good thing, too much of a bad thing. Here, we're going to talk about how stress promotes disease. Now, normally we talk about uh, the food, how it affects disease, how you know viruses, germs, bacteria, the nervous system, if it's not functioning properly, can promote disease. But today we're going to talk about how stress promotes disease or how stress can actually help. Certain amount of stress is actually good for you, but too much is where the problem comes in. So psychological stress has a tremendous role in, in, in your health. One of the reasons this is because stress causes inflammation. And inflammation is part of every disease known to humanity, from obesity to diabetes to heart disease to cancer. So, so many people have this inflammatory lifestyle. I know it sounds a, it sounds like a psychological thing, but it's also a chemical thing. It's an emotional thing. And so inflammation can actually enhance or, or speed up disease processes. And a, a friend of mine, and, and she was uh, she had a pretty bad diet. She'd eat cheese and wine every night for dinner, and she ate the typical American diet. And after she started, we became friends. She started following a lot of my advice. Uh, she switched over to more plant-based diet. She's given up the meat. She's given up the alcohol. And now she says, she goes, when I hug people, they feel mushy or inflamed. And I know what she's talking about. And, and if you, you've ever hugged somebody who eats a good uh, diet and has a good lifestyle, they have a different feel about them as opposed to somebody who doesn't. And that inflammatory condition not only is in the, the outside, it's also on the inside. So most recently, a study done on mice found that when animals were chronically stressed, their lymphatic system underwent changes which allowed, them, which allowed cancer to spread through the body. Now, what's the lymphatic system? You need to know this because this is important, and I didn't know it for years. I remember being young, and people talk about the lymphatics or swollen glands. You ever get sick and you have swollen glands? Those are lymph glands. The lymphatic system is a filter system. It filters junk out of your body. So if you have viruses, germs, bacteria, pathogens, the immune system attacks it. The white blood cells attack it, and then it has to get filtered out. What do we do with this dead pathogen? Well, the, it goes through the lymph system. The lymph glands filter it out, break it down, and then pass it out of the body. And if it, if you're putting too much into the lymph glands, they're like filters, they can get clogged up. And when they get clogged up, they inflame, and that's, call, that's called the swollen gland. So when you have a lot of inflammation in the body, the lymphatic system changes, and this is one way that disease can actually spread through your body. It's a highway. And it goes along the lymphatics, and that's how cancer, one way cancer can actually spread. And it's interesting, the, the research on cancer now, for years it was cut it out, burn it, radiate it, whatever we got to do to kill the cancer cells. But my argument was, and I'm not against doing that if you have to, my argument was you're treating the symptom, you're not treating the cause. And the cause is these cells have become mutated. And what happens is with cancer cells, or a healthy cell, I should say, a healthy cell has a life cycle. 
It's born, it does its thing, and when it stops becoming uh, useful to the, 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 the host, you, the body, it goes through something called apoptosis. Apoptosis is when the cell commits suicide. It kills itself. And so this way we can generate new, young, healthy cells. And then the cell, that cell goes through the process. In cancer cells, it's not going through this apoptosis. It doesn't kill itself. And so it continues to grow, and these bad cells, these abnormal mutant cells, continue to multiply. And they start to multiply, and they start to take over parts of the body. That's called cancer. And one way the cancer can actually spread is these unhealthy cells can get into the lymphatic system, travel through the body, and set up shop somewhere else. So now we start to have a problem because we're spreading cancer through the lymphatic system, and the lymphatic system is becomes a better highway when you have a lot of inflammation, according to this research done on, done on mice. Now, the study hasn't been replicated in humans yet, but it's a huge step toward understanding how stress, which has long been linked to cancer pro, uh, pro progression, actually allows tumor cells to escape and spread. And just like with cell phones, just like with Wi-Fi, we know these things are bad, but the research now is showing why. It's just like eating right. <clears throat> I remember my uh, German grandparents, They would, uh, whenever they'd make bean soup, they'd add apple cider vinegar to it right after it was cooked, right before you ate it. And I remember asking my grandmother one time, why do you put apple cider vinegar in there? I was a little kid at the time. And she said, well, I know it makes it taste good, but I don't know. Everyone always does that in Germany. Well, now we know that apple cider vinegar can help stimulate your digestive system or help your digestive system work better. It puts good bacteria into your colon. And it alkalizes your system, and your body works well when it's slightly alkaline. So they knew how to do it. They just didn't know why they were doing it. Same thing with uh, diseases. We know that Wi-Fi and cell phones can change the molecular structure, can al allow cells to open up and allow calcium to dump into the cell, which then, through a chain reaction, creates free radicals, which damage the DNA. A lot of chemistry there, right? But we, didn't, we, we knew it did it. We didn't know how. And now we know that it opens up the calcium channels and lets the calcium in. We knew that the lymphatic system was related to cancer spread. And now we're finding out that this could be the mechanism. So not for a minute are we suggestions, suggesting that somebody who's been diagnosed with cancer should not be stressed out because what's one of the most stressful things you can do? Find out you have cancer. If you have no stress, that's bad too. You have to have a healthy amount of stress. But what we want to do is look after people with chronic diseases like cancer because this suggests, this study suggests, that stress not only affects patients' well-being but also gets into the body and affects the tumor progression. So you've got to have stress, but you have to learn how to monitor it and manage it. That's the key. Cancer cells typically spread through the body via the blood vessels or through the lymphatic system. Stress hormones affect both of these pathways or channels. So when you stress, you release hormones. And that can be a problem. And here we are. We're trying to determine how stress hormones affect the spread of cancer through the lymphatic system. The mechanism they found is related to a way adrenaline activates what's called the sympathetic nervous system. They have two types of nerves in your body. Sympathetic speeds you up and parasympathetics slow you down. So when the sympathetic nervous system is activated, it releases adrenaline. And that increases the rate of lymphatic formation, or lymph. Lymph is the fluid in the lymphatic system. It produces more. Now, the adrenaline causes physical changes in the lymph glands, and this allows cancer cells to migrate into other parts of the body faster. So it's making more, more lymph, more fluid, and it's making it flow faster. 
National Institute, uh, National Cancer Institute, also previously stated that research with animal models suggest that your neuroendocrine response, release of hormones into your blood in response to the stress on the nervous system, can directly alter important processes in the cells that help protect against the formation of cancer, such as DNA repair and the regulation of cell growth. So these neuroendocrine hormones are being released, and it's changing how your body heals itself. So not only are we spreading it, we're preventing your body from healing as well. Norepinephrine is a chemical, and that can stimulate tumor cells to produce compounds that break down the tissue around the cancer cells, and that allows the cells to move through the blood system. Because if you have a tumor and it's encapsulated, that's a good thing. But when the tissues around it start to break down, now the cells can escape. So the bottom line is that when you're under stress, chemical, emotional, physical stress, it changes the hormones in your body, which now allows your body to become sick and it prevents you from healing as well. Epinephrine, another stress hormone, has, found, has been found to cause changes in certain cancer cells, specifically prostate and breast cancer, in ways that makes them more resistant to apoptosis. Remember apoptosis, when a cell commits suicide, kills itself? So what the epinephrine, the stress hormone, is preventing the cells from killing themselves. So emotional stress can both contribute to the development of cancer and reduce the effectiveness of the treatments. So in cancer research, like we said, it used to be cut it out, burn it, chemotherapy it. Now a lot of the research is leaning toward immunotherapy, getting your immune system healthy so that you then can fight off the cancer or any disease. Now this is something that I've been talking about 35 years now. The immune system is the key to getting well and staying well. And you do things all day, every day to weaken your immune system. You're under stress, mental, chemical, emotional stress, physical stress. Anybody in pain? Raise your hands. Yeah. If you're in pain, that releases things like epinephrine and causes inflammation. Pain is stressful. You have a financial situation. You have a bad relationship. You have family crisis. You have job problems. So these stresses can allow your body to get sick. Now, as a chiropractor, my team of doctors and I, we work on working on the physical stress. You have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, numbness, tingling. We find out why you're having the pain. And in most cases, it's a pinched nerve. We had a case the other day. We see this a lot, but a case just comes to mind. Came in, we took an x-ray, which was important to take an x-ray. I don't know why doctors don't. And we saw that the hip was being eaten away. And we didn't know what it was. We sent it out to a radiologist. Radiologist said, yeah, this looks like it's cancer. And we sent the person on to an oncologist. So it wasn't a chiropractic case. But had we not done our diagnostics and had we not done the procedures that we do in our offices, we would have never found this. Luckily, we found it early. Hopefully, the patient will be fine. But pain is usually due to a pinched nerve. He's the exception. Good thing we found it. We sent him out. He was so thankful. Thank you. Thank you. I've been to all his other doctors. They kept giving me pain pills and they kept giving me injections. It wasn't helping. Not against all of that. But had the doctor done the proper diagnostics, they would have never gone to that point. They would have found this sooner. So you want to try to get to the cause of your problem, not just treat the symptoms. Just like the new research in cancer therapy. Get the immune system working so that it can fight off these things as opposed to killing it off after it occurs. Let's see if we could prevent it from happening. So not surprisingly, psychological stress can take a toll on things like your heart as well. 
Your heart actually contains neurons or nerves similar to those in your brain, and your heart and your brain are very closely connected. I mean, you think about that. I had a broken heart. Well, you didn't have a broken heart. Really, you had a broken brain because you, you, you process emotions in your brain. But because the brain and the heart are so closely related, sometimes you feel it. You don't have pain fibers in your brain. You can feel it in your heart. So when you have a broken heart, it's really a neurological condition in your brain, but it's showing up as a symptom in your heart. That, that's where that phrase comes from. One factor that causes significant amount of stress, stress for many is their job. This is according to a lot of new recent research. There's a dose-dependent relationship between the number of hours you put in each week and your risk of developing heart disease. So the more you work and the more stress you have at work, the higher the risk of heart disease. How many people get stressed out at work? Raise your hands. We all do. However, a little bit is okay, but when it's constant, that's where the problems come in. Another researcher points out that Americans are more stressed out than ever before. In 2012, Carnegie Mellon University researchers reported that stress levels increased as much as 30% between 1983 and 2009. So a 30% increase in stress. More recently, 14, uh, in 2014 and 15, average stress levels rose from 4.9 to 5.1 on a 10-point scale. This is according to the American Psychological Association. The greatest increase was mo noted among young adults reporting being under extreme stress. This category from 18 uh, rose from 18% to 24%. So the younger you are, the more stress you're having. And that's a big problem. So you want to stay healthy so that you can deal with the stress better. This is the key sentence. You want to stay healthy so you can deal with the stress better. I can't change the fact that you have a horrible boss. I can't change the fact that your significant other uh, is a jerk. I can't change the fact that you have a financial situation or that your family is challenging. But I can change the way your body uh, deals with the stress. We're all under stress. Why is it some people do better than others? Chances are they're going to be a lot healthier. So you stay healthy by having three things, a normally functioning nervous system, a normally functioning digestive system, and good nutrition. That's the key. That's the cornerstone of a healthy body and a healthy program. It's a health care plan, not an insurance plan, a health care plan. That's the thing that drives me nuts. Everybody's yelling and screaming about the health care plan and who's going to pay for it. Are we taking away subsidies? Are we giving more subsidies? Are the insurance companies ripping you off? Where's your money going? Your deductibles are higher. Your co-pays are higher. And yet you're getting less treatment. Doctors are dropping out of practice left and right. Nobody wants to be a doctor anymore. Well, nobody I know anyway. They want to be it. They're just frustrated with it. And so what's going on? Where's all this money going? Your premiums are through the ceiling. Where's that, where's that dollar that you're spending going? I don't know that answer. But it's stressful to me too because patients come in and say, oh, my insurance company said that they're only going to pay for blank. And all my doctors, medical, chiropractic, neuro, nurse, neurosurgeons, everybody says the same thing. You might bill for this. You're getting a fraction of what you're, you're billing for. So doctors are saying, why am I doing this? I could be a computer programmer, make more money, work, work 40 hours a week and have no stress. Why would I want to be a doctor? Well, I care about my patients. Yeah, that, that only goes so far, folks. Let's get real. And so the stress is, is coming up for the doctors as well. They're dropping out of practice. And so what we're talking about, we talk about health care in the political world, is not health care. They're talking about who's paying for the health care. You, unfortunately, now or fortunately, have to take responsibility for your own health. If you don't, I promise you, 
I've never been wrong with any of my predictions in 35 years in healthcare. I promise you in 10 years from now, it's going to be a real tough time finding a doctor's appointment because doctors just don't want to do it anymore. So now the conversation is going to have to switch from how can we force people, which we can't, to become doctors. Nobody wants to do it. So something's going to have to change again. So now more than ever, you have to take control of your own health. If you can have a healthy, uh, normally functioning nervous system, a normally functioning digestive system and good nutrition, you are way ahead of everybody else when it comes to healthcare. So folks, if you have a healthcare problem and you'd like for my team of doctors to help coach you through it, if you'd like to be our patients, go to my website, drjoesposito.com or just Google Dr. Joe, number one Dr. Joe in the world, and we will set you up a time to come see us. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. Bring your children. It's important that children start out healthy because who's the most stressed out group? The younger generation. We'll check your nervous system. We'll check your digestive system. We'll talk about your diet, and we'll do what we can to help get you well and keep you well. So if you want information on how to make an appointment, what to expect when you come in, go to my website. You can book an appointment online, or you can give us a call. The number's on the website. We accept people with all insurances, no insurances, car accidents, sports injuries. I have never seen a car accident ever where the car was damaged and the occupants weren't. Ever. So if your car was damaged, I don't care what the insurance company is telling you, you were hurt. And you need to get that fixed. So again, to make an appointment, drjoesposito.com or just Google Dr. Joe, number one Dr. Joe in the world, and we will get you set up right away so we can help you get well and stay well. So we see the stress popping up everywhere. Chronic stress puts uh, stress on your adrenals, which can lead to what's something called adrenal fatigue. Now, your hormones produced by your adrenal glands control a number of bodily functions, including what's called the fight or flight response to stress. When you're under stress... Adrenaline kicks in, your pupils dilate, hair stands up on your end, food is taken away from you, uh, blood is taken away from your digestive system to your muscles, and you're ready to fight or run. Either way, you're going to try. It's going to try to save your life. That short term is okay. That process, long term, you're stressed every day. You're sitting in traffic. You hate your job. You hate your spouse. Your children are driving you nuts. You don't have the money that you need. This long term stress on the adrenals eventually causes the adrenals to essentially burn out. And when adrenal glands burn out, that leads to adrenal fatigue. Some of the symptoms you might see, bags under your eyes, chronically tired, have to have coffee or some type of stimulant every day, losing uh, pleasure in life, not enjoying things like romance, your children, going for a hike, the things that you used to enjoy, you're not enjoying anymore. So these are signs of adrenal fatigue. And when the adrenal glands burn out, many times we have to get people on supplements. We have to deal with their stress, physical, chemical, or emotional. And we get them on supplements. I personally, I take two adrenal supplements every single day. I take Withenia and I take Eleuthero. Now, I don't do animal products. Okay, I'm a, I'm, I, I eat a whole plant-based diet. But if somebody does eat animal products, you can also take what's called glandulars. And glandulars are uh, glands. They're adrenal glands dried up and put in a pill, and that works well also. So it depends on the person, it depends on the lifestyle, what supplements specifically I recommend. Uh, I always recommend you take at least Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. These are two supplements, and I talk about it every show because I believe that I can talk about this nonstop because I have to let each and every one of you know this is the minimum amount of nutrients that you need. There are two powders. I mix them with coconut milk, almond milk. I have it sitting right in front of me here at the studio. And I drink it at least once a day. 
And I feel great when I take it. My brain works better because people always ask if I do live lectures, if I'm doing a live radio show and people call in with questions, how do you know the answer? How does your brain work that fast? My brain isn't any better than yours. My brain is just taken care of. And I want you to start taking care of your brain and your body. This is the only one we have. So if you want to get information on Super Greens and Essential Source, it's on my website, drjoesposito.com, or just Google Dr. Joe, number one Dr. Joe in the world. Or we also have an Amazon account. So if you have an Amazon page, so if you have an Amazon account, you could order it there too. Folks, do it every day. Do it religiously. Make the commitment. I'm going to do this every day for 30 days. And you'll see what happens. You'll see what I'm talking about. And then you'll say, yeah, this is something I want to add to my life forever because that's the cool part. Is you, It's a quick, easy, inexpensive way to get the minimum amount of nutrients that you need and make you feel good. And then when you feel good, what do you do? You exercise more. You're better to your people. You're better to your coworkers. You're better able to handle stress. And so when the stress comes along, which it's going to, you're better able to handle it. So oftentimes anxiety and panic attacks are an indication that your adrenal glands are burned out. So if you're having panic attacks or you're stressed out, we may need some adrenal supplements. Lingering unresolved neg negative emotions such as anger, fear, guilt, and depression, this can put stress on your adrenal glands. Overworked, including physical and mental strain. I've had many people over the years come to me, athletes, that overtrain. And I need to pull them back from their training. Like, doc, doc, I got to work out every day. I, gotta, I, I, I used to know a gal and she would run 20 miles a couple of times a day, a couple of times a week and then do yoga. Well, what happened was it really speeded up the aging process for her. She was producing too many free radicals, which eat away. Free radicals like Pac-Man, they eat away at things. And it really aged her. So what she was trying to do was stay young and healthy and pretty. Actually, it was a reverse occurring. So there's that, what we call the Goldilocks zone of everything. The Goldilocks zone is just right. If you're sleep deprived, that becomes an issue. If you work the night shift, you often sleep late. In the mornings, you're not, you, you should go to, you sleep when it's dark, be awake when it's light is the ideal scenario. Chronic inflammation, infections, illness, pain. These are all stressors on the body. And that's why as chiropractors, my team of doctors work toward relieving the pain, getting the cause of the pain and not just treating the symptoms. Most of our patients are very compliant. Every now and then we meet a patient who knows more than we do. Well, I got a few adjustments and I felt better, so I'm not going back. Well, that's good. However, 90% of your nerves don't feel pain. You can have a pinched nerve or a malfunctioning nerve and not know it. And that's where the problems come in. People think, well, I'm not in pain. I don't have a problem. High blood pressure doesn't hurt. Cancer doesn't hurt. Diabetes doesn't hurt. Anemia doesn't hurt. Sickle cell anemia doesn't hurt. So you see, you want to check things and monitor them your blood pressure, your spleen, your kidneys, but you also want to check your nervous system because that controls everything. Now, there's different ways you can measure adrenal function. And one thing we do here in the office is we do a saliva test. And we give you little tubes and you basically spit in a tube, is, is for lack of a better word to do it. And it, we can measure your, your stress level because what's supposed to happen is you have a hormone called cortisol. And cortisol raises in the morning. That's what wakes you up. And as the day goes on, your cortisol level starts to drop. And when the cortisol level drops to a certain point, then you go to sleep. Melatonin kicks in, overrides the, the, the cortisol, and you sleep. In the morning, the melatonin drops, cortisol raises, and you wake up. That's a normal hormone cycle. If we can monitor your cortisol level throughout the day and it's not dropping, 
that means you're under a lot of stress. Cortisol is one of your stress hormones. And we may need to do things, get you on supplements, look at your diet. Maybe you're eating a lot of alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweeteners, sugars, like breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, and pastas. And we may have to monitor that. Then we get you on supplements. Then we check your spine. If you have pinched nerves, we want to unpinch the nerves to get the body working properly. Get you on supplements. At least Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. Probably more. Maybe some adrenal supplements. Maybe some heart supplements. Maybe some digestive supplements. And so now we put together a care plan. A protocol to follow. Because most people, when they come in our offices, and I've been doing this for 32 years now in practice, plus my education, they don't have a plan. Well, I went to the doctor and he told me I had pain. He gave me some shots and that's okay if you need it. I said, so what's the long-term plan? I don't know. More shots, more pills. We try to get to the cause of the problem. So if you do come in as a patient, folks, we'd love to have you, but make sure you do what we say. Be ready to make some changes. I know you may not do everything, but be ready to do something because we want to get you well and keep you well. Now, folks, if you want to make an appointment to come see us, go to my website, drjoesposito.com, or just Google Dr. Joe, number one Dr. Joe in the world, and you can do it online. You can call us. We accept people with all insurances. We work with around your insurance parameters. We accept people without insurance, car accidents, sports injuries. I've never seen a car damaged where the occupants weren't. You're not tougher than solid steel. So if the car was damaged, your body whipped around inside the car and it was damaged too, whether it was yesterday or if it was 20 years ago. You need to get that fixed. Athletes, no one can be an athlete and not have injuries. No one. And so that's why I want you, if you're working out, to build up strong muscles around straight bones, not strong muscles around crooked bones. Thank you so much for listening. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app.